Hey podcasters, I hope you're having a great day and that you're ready to spend a bit of time together today. This is At Home with Lauren Keenan, your authority on home lifestyle and interior design. I'm Lauren, I'm an interior stylist based in Sydney and I work with clients right across Australia. And hey there, I'm Scott Keenan, the podcast producer and the other half. I'm feeling pretty good today because I'm ready to talk about what you've learned during lockdown. Just me or you too? Well... I might chuck in my two cents worth, two, yeah. but this is At Home with Lauren Keenan and um, <laughs> I'm pretty keen to hear what, what you've got to say because it's been a really sort of weird six months. It's been a challenging period and I think there's a lot that we can learn from what's happened. There is and, and I think it's important. We wanted to keep producing a show that helps you create a home that you love and it's more important now than ever to do that, I think. While we're adapting to new ways of living and working, it's worthwhile looking back at what's happened and thinking about what we can take away, what we can improve, and how we can do things differently in the future. So in this episode, we've got five lessons from lockdown. And if we've learned anything from the last few months, it's there's no place like home, right? Click your heels together three times. (laughs) There's no place like home. But, you know, homes come in so many different shapes and sizes and so many different types of people living in them and, and how they live. And homes can be a haven, but they can also be a really sad place that reminds us of what we're not able to do at the moment. Yeah. You know, it's not as easy to see family and friends. We're maybe less inclined to want to invite them over for a meal, just kind of keeping it low key at the moment. Yeah. Or if you've been affected by the economic impacts of coronavirus, you're at home because maybe you're on JobKeeper or you've lost income or you've lost your job. And if that's you, we're we're really thinking of you at the moment and hope that you're doing okay. We're really lucky that we've been able to continue working through the pandemic and that's meant a lot more time at home for us. It has. And it's really got me thinking about some of the things that we can take for granted really and some of the things that we can do to make the most of the time that we're spending at home. So should we get into my lessons from lockdown now? Let's do it. There are five. And the first one is that home is more than just somewhere you lay your head. That's right. And look, as someone who loves creating and enjoying beautiful spaces, home is really special to me. But I think I've also been guilty of treating my home like a pit stop from time to time. It's easy to do. It is. You know, you're busy with work, you're going to the gym, social driving life. here and there. Sometimes home's just a shower, dinner and bit of TV and bed. <laughs> um, you know, we do lead busy lives and it's easy to take home for granted and sometimes even neglect parts of home because we've been spending more time in the office or, or eating out. So this is a really great time to think about all the things you love about your home and some of the things you might want to change. Okay. And look, there are lots of things that you can do to make um, you love your home more. It could be some new furniture and, ex- and accessories. But it could also be things that cost nothing or very little. Like it doesn't cost you anything to change the furniture around um, the way it's placed in your living room. You can do that in an afternoon. I challenge you to do it. You probably find it. It's a great, fun, creative experience. If it doesn't work, you can change it all back. Nothing lost. You might also do things like showing your plants a bit of extra TLC. Take a trip down to Bunnings and, and buy yourself some inexpensive plant feed and give them all a little bit of love. Things like that that you can see come to come to life in your spaces. 
that's something that we've been doing as well, taking care of the green life in our home. And it is, it's really quite satisfying when you see them respond. I've become a proud plant parent, I think. I've always loved indoor plants, but Good I think I've, um, <laughs> thanks Malcolm, <laughs> I've come to appreciate them more and more since I've been spending more time at home. And it's, it's really satisfying to see them uh, take off and grow. And do you think there's something that could be said for even just having a bit of a good old declutter? Uh, absolutely, yeah, because you're wanting to get more use out of the space you have at the moment. So you need to, yeah, clear space, clear mind. My second lesson is that you should accept that things are far from perfect at the moment. I think we all need to cut ourselves some slack right now. You might have taken over the dining table with your laptop <laughs> and your work stuff and you find yourself eating dinner on the sofa oh, every night. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Maybe you're having trouble sticking to your usual nine to five working hours. That's okay. Mm-hmm. These certainly aren't ordinary times, so I think it's really unrealistic to expect that you're going to nail every aspect of your life right now. If we can give ourselves a little bit of a break, it makes doing the stuff that we've got to do at home, whether that's work, whether that's exercise, whether Mm -hmm. it's looking after the kids, it will make that that little bit easier because we're not trying to nail it and be perfect um, at the moment because it's just too hard, let's be honest. It is too hard, and I've just been trying to focus on getting the little things right and creating a little bit more routine at home since I'm here a lot more often. So making the bed every day, um, taking a lunch break, like you'd take if you were say working at the office. And I've been quite staunch with that with you. Like, have you had your lunch break yet? Yes. And planning exercise as well, because it can be easy to get into the trap of, depending on what your routine is, if you're working to be hunched over the laptop and just be hammering that out and doing Zoom calls all day, uh, book in to have some exercise. If it's going for a walk to the local park, if your gyms are open, and you can go, go to the gym. Yeah. You've if, been doing if, yeah. Pilates in the lounge room. I have. It's just quite a sight to see, let me tell you. If you're used to taking a walk on your lunch break, take a walk and call a friend, you know, things like that. Schedule time to have little coffee FaceTimes or Zoom meetings with friends if you can't meet them face-to-face. The thing is that it's accepting that the rituals might be different to what you're used to, but that's okay and maybe you will like it better. And does the same go, you know, when thinking about how we present our homes? We're all in them all the time and we want them to, to often to look great and it's hard to nail that when you're living in it. It can't look perfect all of the time, right? Yeah, I think there might be a pile of clean washing waiting to be folded on our dining table right now. And that's okay. And that's okay. <laughs> and now my third lesson is that you've actually got more time now than you think. Okay. Even if you are still working, you're probably not commuting now, right? Or maybe you're just going into the office two days a week instead of five days. So that commute time, you've just got back in your day. And I think you should use that for something other than doing more work. Okay. Like what? So for instance, it's a great opportunity to get some household tasks done. So where you would normally take maybe a five minute break if you're in the office and you'll go and chat to a colleague or you'll faff around in the kitchen at the office or whatever, put on a load of washing or hang a load of washing out or make a cup of tea yourself, things like that. There's lots of little small tasks that you can get done throughout the house that take five minutes. And guess what? You then get that time back of an evening when you would have been doing housework or on the weekend where you can now just spend time with your family or do something else that you want to do. One of the things that I've enjoyed taking a little bit of extra time doing is something as simple as walking the dog. I'm enjoying doing that and just taking a few extra minutes to make the most of of that opportunity. And I do feel like people, for instance, at the dog park are more inclined to have a little bit of a chat now because maybe they're going to spend all day by themselves at home too. So perhaps they're also enjoying the fact that there's other people out and about for a little talk. And then what about 
using that extra time that you've got for other things. Yeah, now's a great time to, there's so many different websites and apps. You can learn um, a new language. You can sign up for Masterclass. I don't know if anyone's heard of Masterclass. It's a great site. There's all sorts of things you can learn on there. There's even a great interior design one with Kelly Wurstler, who's a very famous interior designer. Lots of new um, things you can learn with the extra time you have in your day and it's not meant to be a chore. It's meant to be some fun that you can bring back into your life when maybe, you know, things haven't been that fun lately. So if you've got the opportunity to inject some fun, do it. If I could just take a sec to plug an upcoming episode, we talked to uh, Annika Manning from Bait Club Australia and she's moved all of her classes online and people have really been taking it up in a big way. It's a great hobby that you can pick up. Doing it online, you've got the pleasure of learning in your own home with your own oven, in your own kitchen, a great way to adapt a new set of skills to the environment that you're already in. Yeah, people have really gotten into the bread baking craze, haven't they? Big time. Yeah, big Big time. time. So my fourth lesson is to love local and shop small. Really, there's no doubt that COVID-19 is having a massive impact on our economy. And really tragically, there are some businesses who are really struggling to stay afloat at the moment. And it's unclear whether or not they're still going to be around at the end of the pandemic. Yeah. And, you know, there's many that are getting support from the government right now, but it's not clear how long that's going to last for. We can't, probably can't um, have that type of support at the level it's at indefinitely. So we've got to rally around the businesses that we love. And there's some that have been able to um, have some really excellent pivots of their business model, like the guys from Stage Kings, who we're going to be talking to in an upcoming episode. And that's amazing, but not every business can do that. So What we've been doing is if there's a business you love, whether it's a local cafe that does excellent coffee, perhaps it's a a homeware store that's in your local area. If you love it and you want to see it around in six months time, support it, buy something from it. There'd be a bunch of Australian-owned businesses out there that are producing a whole range of stuff for the home, sheets, candles. Yeah, all all sorts of little decor accessories that you can use to bring your home to life. And I think the beauty with online businesses is it could be anywhere really. And you might be helping support a couple who are running a business in a smaller regional town or a small business that may have 20 or 30 employees that they're trying to keep on the job in, you know, Western Sydney or Melbourne somewhere. 100%. And it's across the whole range of... Um, things that we we buy and that we enjoy in our lives you know when you think small and local you often think of things like cafes but you know there are farmers on the the sort of the outer edges of most of our major cities that are producing great produce Mm. um, that we need to look after like you mentioned you know regional areas there are some incredible businesses in regional Australia that have been been, well they've been hit doubly hit because they've been hit with the The lack of tourism as well so yeah well they had the drought they've had bushfires and now because of coronavirus uh, tourism is really being hit extremely hard and so it's potentially a great way for us to be able to look after them a little bit if there uh, is a way that you can you can buy with businesses that are in regional areas that's something that you know when we say sort of love local shop small Let's think Australian. Let's think what Aussie businesses can we get behind. And we do have an episode coming up with Grace McBride from Spend With Them, um, which is a an organisation that supports businesses that have been affected by those things we just mentioned and, and talking about how to support them. So that's going to be really exciting to share as well. But really, I think it's uh, about being aware of how and where you're spending your money and just remembering that it would be really sad if we get through all this and we're all healthy, but 
we've got nowhere to go and enjoy having a coffee or buying a gift for someone, you know, you need to get out there and support them. Yeah, agree 100%. And look, the thing for me is, is that, um, yes, the products and the produce and the things you enjoy, but behind each of those things are real people who are working in jobs who also have bills to pay. Yeah. And, and if we can help our fellow Aussie in some little way, then we should do it. You know, loving those small local businesses and thinking Australian at this time is, is a really great way to go. Yeah. What is your fifth and final lesson from lockdown? Fifth and final lesson is reimagining the space that you live in. So this really does go back a little bit to lessons one and two in that it relates to home, but it's about changing the way that you use your home during the pandemic. And I think it's more important than ever that spaces are multifunctional, especially Mm. if you live in a smaller house or an apartment or maybe you've got flatmates. You need to have spaces that can work in more ways than one. So, for example, in our case, uh, the dining table has become a second workstation. That's just reality. More often than not, the laptop and whoever's working there that day, the papers and stuff don't get packed away. But we've been using our kitchen island to eat dinner at instead where ordinarily we might have just prepared breakfast and toast and stuff there. Um, There's also been a few days where one of us has worked on the balcony with a laptop, um, which is a great way to kill two birds with one stone because you're getting fresh air and you're getting your work done. Yeah, and um, nice afternoon sunshine, which is great, especially in these cool months. Exactly. But look, it might even be using um, your child's desk in their bedroom to do some work while they watch TV or play in the backyard. It's just about thinking, how can I best use the space and share it with the people that I live with? I think being flexible is the key. And, you know, back to your second lesson, which is accepting that things are far from perfect and it's it's okay. And that's okay. It's okay. That's probably a good overall lesson, isn't it, for all of us at this time? Things are a bit crap, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So um, some great lessons there and we'll just recap them. Home is more than just somewhere you lay your head. Two is accepting that things are far from perfect and that's okay. We could probably just repeat that one five times. I love that. (laughs) Uh, Number three, you've probably got a bit more time now than you think. And so think about how you might be able to utilize that a little better for yourself and for your own mindfulness and maybe for getting some things done that might have got missed otherwise. Number four was love local and shop small. And number five, reimagining the space that you live in and and be flexible about how you live in and, and use your space at home. That's right. You can find out more about Lauren's work, her interior design and styling work at laurenkeenan.com.au or just search Lauren Keenan Home in your search engine. And while you're there, you can sign up for her newsletter too. It's called The Lovely List and it is a monthly rundown on things like cool new products that come to the market, some of Lauren's favorite things and uh, new store openings and stuff like that. And if you like what you've heard here today, then be sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember to rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And we want to hear from you to help shape the show. So if you've got a question about interior design and styling that you would like me to answer, just shoot me an email, lauren at laurenkeenan.com.au. Yeah, and the same goes if you want to bring Lauren in as an expert to help you at home, perhaps with your own renovation, or if you want to freshen things up a little bit with some new furniture and maybe a fresh color palette, she can help with all that. I can. Everything (laughs) from um, paint and flooring choices through to soft furnishings, decor items, whatever you need to bring it all together. And all you've got to do is get in touch and ask. So just go to the website or send her an email. 
We'll be back again in two weeks with someone that's got some incredible insights into what is happening in the Australian property market. Alice Stoltz is the Director of Content and Commercial Integration at Domain, the real estate app which so many Aussies use to buy and sell homes. She's also a familiar face on our TV screens as a regular guest judge on Channel 9's reality renovation show, The Block. And while we're in this economic downturn, and it is affecting a lot of people, Alice says that properties are still being bought and sold. In that first few weeks when the lockdowns happened, definitely there was that pent-up demand from those people who had just recently sold and had to buy. And you always have, particularly in Australia, opportunists in a property market, people who are scouring for a bargain. But I think we're also seeing a lot of um, a lot of interest in sort of the sub 1.5 mil in Melbourne and Sydney in particular in that first home buyer category. There are many industries which are unaffected by COVID. 19 and are still in stable employment and I think those people particularly first home buyers have got record low interest rates and they literally are just so desperate and hungry to buy that nothing is going to stop them. Like me Alice has the pleasure of looking at a lot of beautiful properties every week as part of her role so we talked to her about that and all of the trends she's seeing in Aussie homes. We're really looking forward to that and so much more in the next episode of At Home with Lauren Keenan. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye.